I'm Jen. And I'm Ben. And it's time to go back to class. Ben! Jen, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I am great. I'm trying a new headphone setup this week, so see how this works. Yes. Awesome. Happy Monday. It's Monday. This podcast will go live tomorrow. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which is cool. It's Monday night. We've sh- and... shortened our production schedule so- somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We're still getting out on time. So That's it's right. all good. That's right. And I am really excited to talk because I feel like uh, it's just a good time to pause and really reflect, you know, and to be able to talk through just how things are going and to share fun things and any frustrations and i'm excited for that how about you i am stoked as well i uh did some listening back to our last cast and some thoughtful reflection tonight um about about things that we've learned from our kids to that how it's impacted planning um Mm -hmm. and flops i have sort of a a serendipitous flop that happens that uh, oh yeah it was it was really cool the way it worked out so um yeah so all of that this time on <laughs> that's yeah that's our plan exactly so getting to know our students um i'm a big person it like who believes in there's only so much planning i can do before i actually meet my students and get to know them and who they are but also their abilities you know and where i need to start with them and move forward so um so I started with getting to know my kids in terms of like I did some surveys at the beginning and just like our get to know you games. But then also last week I had them do their um, pre-assessment for writing. So I got to know them in terms of what they're like as writers and starting to see again, like where my lessons will go based on what I think they need and also based on where I want them to end up, you know, like the standards for right. things like that. So, right. um, yeah, so we're finally getting in, I feel like, to more of, like, the, you know, we're really writing and looking at things like that. So, how about you? You're, I feel like your classes are a little bit different because you seem to have a lot of things already laid out. I do. Our curriculum is such that it's, um, uh, maybe menu is the wrong way to, to think of it, but there's there's a lot there. And we know that there's more there than we'll probably have time to get through all of it, which is a blessing, mm-hmm. right? I'd rather have more than too little, but... Um, and it's, it's also sort of a pretty loose script, I guess, um, we can add to and take away, um, which is where my flop comes in for later on. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's nice that way, but the pace is something that was one of the things I was really thinking about with having getting to, gotten to know kids better is the learners who come, students who come to my, to PLTW classes, this engineering class that I have at. At, at middle school as well as the one at the high school are all different sorts of learners. So there's no prereq for the middle school class, no, but it's seventh and eighth grade. They don't have to have taken, um, there's a course strand, but they don't have to have taken the other one before this. And so we have kids who are, you know, Lego robotics club veterans or in scouts and do a lot of building as well as kids who just have almost zero, you know, background or experience, I guess, in, in this kind of engineering, which is really right, rooted around flight and space. So it's been awesome to see kids jump in and help each other with areas um, they're familiar with, where there's some strengths, where different ideas come into play, 
Um, we do a lot of construction in this class as well, building stuff. We did tetrahedral kites last week. We're doing hot air balloons this week, out of tissue paper and glue sticks, which does work. It actually flies. Um, and so there's, there's a, a ton of room for collaboration in that, the difference in, in students that way. And it's been really um, nice, frankly, to have kids step up and into those roles and have, have the teacher sort of facilitate and be there. And today I ran around and gave tissue paper to kids to make sure they had what they needed. And there wasn't a ton of direct instruction going on, but kids were helping each other out. And it was really awesome to see, you know, we, most instruction is they come in the room. Here's what you need for today. It's a Chromebook or a notebook or nothing or just scissors. And, and then we go. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. And totally putting myself in the new guy position too. You know, they're, they're at a, um, the strength is with them, I guess. Right. I'm, I'm new to the situation, new to the schools. And so um, really working with them to, I guess, empower, but also just, you know, I'm new to the situation. So how can you guys all help me out to figure out, you know, whatever the problem or the issue, the question might be. So it's yeah. been really great. Like we were outside the other day flying, trying to fly kites and it's getting time to come back in and it's okay. We're going to go all the way around the front of the building. They're like, well, there's a door, like there's a, a key to entry. Like you can get in right here. I didn't even know, like, I didn't know. Right. So it's <laughs> little things like that, but, but kind of setting ourselves aside and not being, you know, the, the focus of the, of the situation. It's, it's been really, I like it a lot. It's been really great that way. So mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. So tell me more about how you get to know your students. Emma. Is it a lot of like observing or like going around and meeting with them? Like, is it, I find myself like just paying attention and just noticing things about them, but then also like engaging in conversation, obviously, and um, getting to know about them. Yeah, that way, but... it's been a, a ton of observation, I think. And I try to acknowledge who I am, which is, you know, the 40 year old kind of nerdy guy who, um, have a pair of LeBrons that I wear once in a while kid. Hey, you've got LeBrons. Tell me all about. And I go into my, like my whole shoe. I'm into shoes, but not like, you know, crazy into shoes. Tell me about your shoes. And so somebody walks in and they have a pair of something that's cool. And so we talk about that and just really bringing the conversation to their sort of their sphere, right. And what's important for them. And then I feel like when you, when you vest in kids that way and really, you know, people, but, but when you vest in kids that way to let them express themselves, um, I think it's been awesome this week, like just today, fantasy football was the topic of conversation in homeroom and, mm. um, just things that they're into and then trying to also, you know, there's, uh, well, the coaching, the coach, we used to call it story stealing where we would try to relate to teachers <laughs> in a way like, Oh, I experienced that too. Right. Um, is to step back from that and then let them, let them talk to each other and get to know one another that way. But, but yeah, it's been great. We had open house. So that was um, pretty awesome experience to get to see parents come in and get to learn a little bit more about the curriculum, but also to connect faces with names. Um, and as the new teacher in the building, I think that's important to start those relationships and, and you know, be present and let people ask the questions they want to ask, need to ask. Um, but yeah, I think student to student, it's really, it's really been, I don't know, it's really been great. And we're on our third or fourth project now too. So mixing groups up um, and sort of in that, you know, I don't know, kind of hovering or helicopter mode to facilitate. I get to be in all those different conversations too. Mm -hmm. and, um, 
yeah, it's, it's been really good at the high school. I've got a ton of kids who, well, not a ton, probably a, a third to a, a fourth to a third who I, I know from my middle school where I was at before. And so I'm leaning on some of those relationships to open up doors to kids, you know, other kids for conversation that way. Yeah. But, but it's really been, um, it's really been great. It helps that the curriculum I'm teaching is so I think engaging also. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool stuff that we're talking about and flying kites and, and doing those different things, which helps the, helps the geometry and the tough vocab go along well too. But yeah, yeah. I, you know, not the, not the classic getting to know you squares or tell us, you know, two truths and a lie, any of that stuff. It's been a little more organic this year. Um, and I, I don't know, it seems like it's going really well. Yeah, I do like a mix. I feel like, again, like you, I talk to my kids and I'm such a storyteller. So I like to tell stories. I mean, I like to hear stories, but I also like to tell stories. And I feel like that's a cool way to connect. And we've doing the picture book, um, reading a picture book every day. So today's book was Trombone Shorty. Oh, yeah. And um, I got to see him a couple weeks ago in concert. So that was really cool. So, you know, I was telling the kids, like, this is a real true story. And then they um we've been discussing theme after we finished the book so they put them they write them all up on the board so they were writing them up and i then played the video we got to see it and i'm like i actually saw him a couple of weeks ago and they're like you saw him <laughs> like right. so like little things like that just again sharing little bits and pieces and making connections and things is um has been really cool but um i think what i've really focused in on is like again how to like make it really to really be true to myself you know so for me like telling stories and grounding things in stories really is helpful to me and I find that that's when the kids are most attentive um to me or to each other you know when we are in the middle of telling stories so um I keep reminding myself that you know to go back to that and to just that I love stories (laughs) so that that, you know is a big part of what we do um so that's been good um I did um I think it was last week I had a last minute decision to play Jenga and we have those like the big block Jenga. Oh, yeah. It's been around our house for a while. And it's not my favorite game. Cause all of a sudden there's like blocks everywhere. Like I find them all over the place. I'm like, who didn't put these away? Um, but I saw, I followed Trisha Abarvia on Twitter and I'm on a committee with her through NCTE and she's amazing. She does like the disrupt texts and she does a lot really to um, try to live more, anti-bias anti-racist in what we're doing and to really think about text we give to students and everything anyways i really admire her and she did um jenga with her students where she wrote questions on the blocks and it was like a get to know you jenga i like it um and i saw someone in a thread suggest you could number the blocks instead and then have like a piece of paper with the questions and so then when a kid pulls it out then it's like okay that's the question that we answer and then that way throughout the year, if I ever wanted to do it again, I could come up with 30 totally different questions. You know, like That's it could cool. be, I know, like it could be vocabulary review. It could be discussing a book. I mean, it could be anything, right? right. Um, so I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like last second, I'm like, let's do that. That would be fun. And she had some really good questions like, um, what problem was the biggest problem you think is facing the world right now? If you would like, who's someone in your family that you admire and why do you admire them? Um, like little things like that. What do you love to do most in your free time? Like good, got to know you things. So we played, I just put the kids in two teams and I just let them take turns pulling the blocks and then they picked a number and then kids had to answer and they could kind of discuss, you know, and call stuff out and share. So that was cool. I like that. That's really that's very Kagan, right? Like we're 
the task we're doing is kind of, you know, it's, it's masked, but we're also talking about like, you know, you're not, okay, let's get to know each other. You're just, you're playing Jen, right. but you're also answering the questions that go with it. That's really, that's sharp. Yeah. I like, that's, that's cool. That's a good well, one. And some good stuff too. Like I think, um, you know, with like the biggest problem in the world, a couple kids said climate change and other kids said immigration. Um, and then with, what was the other one that came out? Oh, in terms of admiring a family member, a lot of people said that their families are hardworking. You know, yeah. just like little things like that really I think tells you a lot and about what they pay attention to, what they notice, what's important to them, you totally. know, and then that helps me going forward things that I want to, you know, think about or that I can point out or that we might do inquiry projects based on, you know, so yeah. that was yeah. cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's like almost a sneaky way of like finding out their prior knowledge about things or what they're like. Yeah, what they're, yeah that's really cool. A lot of layers there. That's cool stuff. Just to well, me. it's not my idea. <laughs> you named it out. I think it just occurred to me that, I mean, I knew this already, of course, but my classes switch at semester. And so I have my middle school classes. I get new kids then. And so I'm going to have to remember that, the Jingo thing. That's pretty, oh, yeah. pretty legit. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah, it was really cool. And we, I mean, we didn't get through all of them, you know, so I definitely feel like I could even come back to it and do the same questions again, you know, or uh, I thought about maybe doing different like stations or I don't know. There's lots of unique ways I could come back to it still because we didn't answer all the questions sure. for sure. So, sure. yeah, so that was fun. Um and but I still feel like I'm getting to know them. I've had a lot of um, I would not a lot. I, one class I have is like doing really well with term, terms of like being on task. I have another my afternoon class is a little bit more off task. So I've had a lot of off task behaviors that I've had to talk through and work through with the kids. And again, I've gone back to a lot of like telling my stories, you know, and so I've told them about like myself and being in school and like the kind of teacher that I want to be, but I also think about peers that I had, you know, and how we all, we all have to show up and do the work together. And um, we talked about that a lot, but I've definitely had, oh, some kids who are, are like testing me out, you know, to see sure. what I'm about and what, I don't know. It's, it's been interesting. And I feel like getting to know them better has helped me think through and possibly like where the baby ears are coming from or what they're about and I've done a lot of a lot of thinking yeah. <laughs> about how to like how to brainstorm and move forward and I think like I love that you do so many hands-on project things and so I've been thinking about like maybe I need to figure out how to do a little bit more of that in terms of what I'm doing because like we're reading we're writing we're talking about stories um and I offer times to like get up and move around and like I've have been playing a game like games or, you know, incorporating that in terms of where we're going, but also right. trying to get into more of a routine. But um in my afternoon class for sure I have some kids who I don't think um like I just don't think reading is their favorite thing. Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure. Well, that's so a I think thing, right? I mean that's that's yeah. not typical. Yeah. 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 So that's definitely I think part of it. And, you know, growing their love of reading and finding books that they want to read and see themselves in. And then, you know, also doing the work. You know, that's like where I'm at yeah. is like really yeah. getting them into that. So I've been strategizing and trying to figure out yeah, how to just get them focused and zoned in. <laughs> I had the makes me think of a, a instructional decision I made this app. So third period today is eighth grade and we found 
by mistake last week, this resource. So here's my flop. I'll, just, I'll throw it in because it's, it's, oh, it's yeah, let's hear it. seems to be central to a lot of what I'm talking about. So um, flight in space, seventh and eighth grade. And one of the big keys, uh, the moments is, is uh, the, the Wright brothers. And yes, they were successful, but how many failures they had before they were successful, what it took, how many iterations and, you know, mm-hmm. perseverance and that these things don't just, so if you build your hot air balloon and it doesn't fly, um, what do we do? And then, you know, is this, is this a common thing? And mm-hmm. a big part of this is that failure is okay. So had a video, had the sheet, the note catcher to go with it, felt really good about it, had watched preview the video. And in the video, they address an activity. They have these kids do this. It's from uh, Smithsonian. I'm pretty sure National Air and Space is a little dated, like 2010, not terrible. So they, you know, to learn more, go to this website. So watching the video and the kids were just not feeling it at all. (laughs) It was rainy out. So we weren't going to get a chance to go fly outside. We, um, it it just, it felt, I hate to say it. It felt like a sub plan. Like it felt like a, like a punt, like, well, we're just, just, and it was, it was totally not. So it's like, okay, you know, Let's try the website they mentioned. And I had looked at it, but not like in depth. So we go to it and it's this awesome interactive site where you get to portray or take on the, the persona of an inventor and it's the Wright brothers. And you have to, it's all this engineering stuff. You have to get the right horsepower, power to wait for the, the engine and super, super engaging. And I saw it go from complete flop this video and they're making us do a note catcher and it's rainy and lights are off and bleh, to, Hey, kids jumping up and telling somebody else, Hey, try this, turn this setting to this. That's going to make it fly farther. Um, and it was, it was just awesome. And I, you know, I wish it was one of those, like, yep, found a great idea. Find the, and it was just a total, like it didn't work before. So we're going to try this. And this turned into like two or three days worth of stuff. So mm-hmm. Came back today, and my third period class today was pretty stoked, I think, to do hot air balloons. But somebody raised the question, hey, are we done with that, the Wright Brothers thing? And I <laughs> stopped, and I, I had that moment of, and this is great, right? This is, this is part of what I know I missed as a, t- as a teacher or as an educator coming back to the classroom of kids telling you directly, like, here's how to engage me. Here's, here's what I want yeah. Here's where I've, I've learned in the past. I know it's worthwhile. I know you're going to hold me accountable. It's not just a game, but I want to do that. And then it felt even more awesome to be like, you know what? If you're not done with it yet, totally go for it. Like squeeze all the juice out of that, right? Just get as much, get, get what you need from, from that. About half the class came up and was, or, you know, I stopped this. Okay, who's done with the site? Who's good? Ready to, ready to build hot air balloons. Okay, cool. Here's that stuff. Here's how we get going. I'll work with you guys. Anybody else have any questions? And it was just this really nice instructional moment, teaching moment, human moment to be like, Hey, you've got choice. You know, here's, here's what, here's what it is you want to do. Now today's the last day. So I put a caveat with it too, of like, you know, it's not going to be all week, but, um, and it was pretty cool. And now I have like for tomorrow and maybe this is veteran teacher, or maybe this is just common sense. I don't know, but I've got my kids who are a day ahead. So they're like, helpers i mean they're not done with stuff but they can troubleshoot for all the kids who are like like a day behind so i don't know it's not it's less magic moments but but it's maybe more like seeing these things and, and being in that that space to know i get to go back tomorrow and and work on all that stuff so yeah it's, it's pretty cool it's really 
it's really interesting that way. And it feels, I don't know, it feels very organic. It does not feel um, scripted or staged or, or any of that stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I, um, I can't remember if I shared on here yet or not that I decided with my afternoon class to try gamification. So I set that up like right away. I want to say the first week of school, I was like, okay, we're going to gamify and figure this out. And I work with my, uh, my son actually, I was like, okay, I have this idea. It can be a Mario Kart where he can do this. The kid can pick their cards and like Jordan helped me figure out like how, like what they would win and how they would move and, you know, and stuff like that. And I set it up and it's been good. And I feel like I'm to the point now where I need to like pivot and add extra points or like set up a new board or like, I'm just constantly churning. Um, and then I've done lots of other things too. Like, um, I already met with the coaches. So I'm like, okay, just like, let me just spill everything that's going on (laughs) in my brain and you know, like help me just like zone in, you know? Um, because my brain is just on fire. Like I'm constantly, turning through ideas like okay what am I gonna do this who like I need to say this to this kid I have to figure out how to say it in a way you know and like I just have so many things that I want to figure out and I think I'm so aware of all the possibilities you know it's not like I'm like oh I don't even know how to do that it's like I have a zillion things that I know I could try and I'm zoning in on what I want to do next um so I think that's really good um but I reached out to Carrie Bauckham about uh, the gamification thing because I was like, okay, she's like my go-to person. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. So I um, I messaged her quick like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Just help me like process and make sure I'm on the right tack. And she said, she just made some really kind comment about like, you know, like you're just awesome for like being brave and being bold and like fearless and diving in and trying some of these things. And awesome. Um, it was really kind. And I thought like, gosh, like, it's just really nice. And sometimes I feel like I need that, you know, because I feel like I'm doing a lot and I've been a little bit hard on myself, I think in terms of what I wish we were doing and what my classes were looking like right now, especially with my afternoon, like just being able to zone in on, again, some of those behaviors. I feel like I spent a lot of time trying to just get everybody in the right headspace (laughs) to do the things that we need to do. Um, and we are still getting stuff done, but again, I think it's me being harder on myself, you know, where I'm like, Oh, I wish I was like, had everything organized and settled and we were good to go, but no, I'm still processing all that stuff. First, let's give Carrie her. So she's at heck awesome on Twitter. Yes. So she, yeah. So I just appreciate that comment from her. And it reminded me that I am like using resources. Do you know what I mean? Like I am trying stuff out. I'm totally like, okay, like. I, my mindset is I can, I know I can figure this out. You know what I mean? And I know that I can reach my students and I know we're going to accomplish a lot this year. And yeah. so, um, that's, you know, I'm again, just trying to figure things, out, <laughs> figure things yeah. out, but I kind of feel like I need to celebrate that. You know, the fact that I am relying on lots of different resources and trying lots of different things and just, plugging away <laughs> one day at a time yeah, so, yeah that's all we can really do right and i think that it's particularly in your such classroom teaching i mean you've got those kids for a long time during the day they do have a nice chunk yeah yeah and and there's strength in that but there's also sort of i mean that's you know i i have a 45 minute period i know the bell's gonna ring and we've got so that's that's limited in some ways but i'll mm-hmm. i'm i it's i it's a shorter episode, right? It's, it's not a, it's not as much the urgency to get through everything. Yeah. Right. right. So, 
why do you think you're being hard on yourself? Oh, I just, I just have high expectations. That's yeah. just how I am. Like, I think that's yeah. just how I am. You know, I just have really high expectations and, um, yeah, I just do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, and I'm not necessarily hard on myself. Like I'm beating myself up, you know what I mean? But it's just like, I keep reminding myself, like, it's okay. You know, it's going to be fine. And I, you know, we are, we are, I do feel right. like I know a lot about my kids. And like I said, like, we're reading every day and we're writing and, you know, we're definitely getting into more and more routines, but lately I feel like some of the behaviors have popped up that have just made it harder to, to get through what I think I'm going to get through, you know? So in terms of adjusting and have to rethink things, I'm like, okay, I thought we were going to, you know, I thought we were going to be able to read the first period and really zone in on that. And I was going to confer with all the kids, you know, and then be able to like, I just, I have just constantly been rethinking like every, what I can get through and what I can accomplish. And again, like that's part of me meeting my kids, you know, like totally. I, I, if so far I've been able to get through more with my eighth graders and my seventh graders, I've had to just not be able to get as much, you know, done and that's okay, you know, Um, but they have different needs. They're a distinct group of learners. And so that's okay. The classroom chemistry is so interesting too. Yeah. You know, one, it's, so in my case, similar, almost the same content. I tweak things a little bit for eighth grade to move, move them up a little bit higher, but my two eighth grade classes couldn't be more different from each other in terms of, um, like motivation, I think some of the behavior stuff. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit, um, I don't know. And it's, it's the tougher group before the, the, not even tougher. That's probably not fair, but. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really feel like it's a real blessing to teach the same thing three times a day. <laughs> All right. Um, and, and to see what, what's working and how it'll work for the next group. That's a really sort of, I don't know, it's a pretty fascinating thing, I think. I also have the blessing of not, this class has never been taught before in, in Elmhurst where I teach. And I'm the only one in my building who teaches flight in space. So today when I gave the option offense, so to speak of, Hey, if you want to build a, uh, you know, if you want to start building, that's great. Or if you want to finish the website, that's, that's okay too. Um, I have those options like that. That's another nice piece that, that is there. So yeah, that was something early on. I was like, Oh man, these classes, all three of my classes I teach haven't been taught in our district in their current form before. And I had people who were like, Oh, I could see one or two, but, but three, that's like crazy. <laughs> I kind of, you know, tried to do that. Okay. Glass half full, half empty. Like this is a great opportunity. And yeah. there's, there's pressure in a good way, good stress to move along and to keep a good pace, but not, yeah. not in terms of, you know, oh, it's September, whatever it is, 10th, you've got to be at this lesson or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fascinating. Hey, I want to shout out to go back to Jordan working with you. He's your seventh grader, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we both have seventh grade um, sons. It happens by chance. And, and so I think it's, it's pretty awesome to be able to teach the age kids that you have at home as well. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a different, different sort of metrics i'm not sure it's fair to our own kids but um, <laughs> but yeah it was so i like i went to my my owen his my seventh grader i went to his open house or curriculum night uh last week i suppose and 
it's a very interesting thing to see how things work in another space. Their, um, mm. their STEM classes have a dedicated classroom that they're in. Um, and just the way things are set up too. So I try to be more dad in those situations than teacher. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it's pretty fascinating, I think, to have, have that. My kids also are, and it sounds like yours too, just, hey, how is your day? How is it going? Um, what are you working on? So that's pretty cool to have that, that extra voice at home, the students, the student yeah. judge materials. So, yeah. Yeah, he's actually goes to my school, which is also really cool. Right. Um, like this afternoon, I was in my classroom, I'm working, and I had the lights off. I think <laughs> we left, I forget, but the lights were off. And all of a sudden, the lights turned on. And I'm like, who is coming in here and turn on? I'm like, who is it? You know? And I look, it's Jordan. I'm like, oh, hey. Right. <laughs> he's coming to say hi after school. Awesome. He's going to soccer practice. Like, that's like, it's really, really cool. Like, especially because I used to work almost an hour away from home. So, like, that still is the pinch me moment that like yeah. I get to, you know, literally work right down the street and where my kid right. goes to school. It's like been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I love being a mom actually. So I talked to my kids today about being a teacher that even though I'm only 39, this is my 35, my 35th year of school. <laughs> if right. Like if you consider since my, I entered kindergarten, this is my 35th year of school. And I was telling my eighth graders that I graduated from eighth grade in 1994, which was when the original cartoon Lion King came out, you know? So like I was trying to give them some context of like, I've been doing school for a really long time and why I love it. You know, and I shared some stories about like, teachers who frustrated me who I felt let me down and hurt who weren't there for me and like I I distinctly remember those moments of where I felt like the teachers were not there to support me and that part of me being a teacher is like I don't want to be that kind of teacher you know I want to be someone that like kids know is going to be there for them is going to help them out is going to support them and believe in them you know and then I talked a little bit too about like friends who frustrated me along the way too you know like um peers who like I had to be in a a group with who like wouldn't show up and do the work um or um what was the other one I shared um yeah I don't remember I shared another one about like a friend you know people letting me down and like they could relate to that and I'm like yeah and so I like really believe in being a teacher because I want to be an awesome teacher who like, you know, makes a difference in kids' lives. And I talked to them too about how for me, yeah, they come, they show up. I get that they're just coming to ELA class, you know, and then they're going along with their day. Um, But like, I'm in it too for like the end game. And I told them like, so hopefully like you grow up one day and like you go off and do something like you're an adult and, and I can be like, Hey, you know, do you want to come Skype with my students and tell them all about what you're doing in the world, you know, or like just, I'm in it for the long game, you know, like, yeah, you're my student right now and you're in eighth grade, but like, we're all living in this world, (laughs) you know, for as long as we're here, we're sharing it, you know? So I was trying to just tell them that like, I really am in education because I believe it makes a difference, you know, and I'm here for them. But at the same time, they as students have to show up, you know, and they're part of it too. Um, so that was a good discussion that we yeah. had today. Yeah. And cool. um, I got yeah. an I was a DM actually on Twitter, I think almost two years ago now from a student I had in fifth grade. And he's 28, I think, assuming he's 28. Um, lives in California, lives in Pasadena. He's a serial entrepreneur. Um, 
when we worked together or when he was my student and worked together, I guess, in, um, in Wooddale, his dad owned Dunkin' Donuts in town. Um, and so now Sumi owns, co-owns, co-runs uh, a coffee delivery company out of Pasadena that I subscribe to every month. And, That's amazing. Uh, it's so cool to see what they're doing. And I've got another student who is a D. I want to say D2, maybe it's 1A track coach in Michigan. I've got a student who's a fifth grade teacher herself in Schaumburg, I want to say, um, and works with um, a local theater and for, for uh, individuals with disabilities. It's really, it's so awesome, right? I think maybe we're at that, that age, that point of education where we get our, our experience, where we get to see, um, see what kids are coming back and doing stuff. We had uh, uh, two students who immigrated and to Elmhurst and then graduated from York, I want to say four or five years ago, come back and speak to some um, students this past week too. So it was a really powerful moment yeah. to connect those things. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It's, I've always, the changes in my career that I've had just position wise or whatever have all been by choice. And that's a huge blessing, but it feels like a really important time to be transparent with kids and let them recognize, you know, this is a powerful tool that you have you know it's it's a it's a time and space and there's totally days like you're right where they're not you know it may not always mean to them what it means to us but but it's (laughs) it's important to like say those things and then I don't know I have the other end of that I have two or three girls in my afternoon design engineering class they're planning to go to school they're seniors they're going to college for, for engineering next year and so um yeah, the, the stakes are, I hate to even call it stakes, but you know, it's, it's a real and really important. Like it's, it's really, it's a powerful, powerful thing to. to yeah. Be. They see it. They see it much more connected to Absolutely. where they're going. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we were able to talk about that too. Maybe that's another way that, you know, to connect with kids like, you know, Hartman, where did you go to school? What, you know, did you change majors? Did you, you know, those different <laughs> things as well. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome to be in those conversations and, and talking with kids. But yeah, well, don't be too hard on yourself. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, no, I am. I'm, I'm still having fun and loving it, and it's still like again, my brain is like on all the time, and I like, but it's good, you know. Yeah. Like I, yeah. it's like I, I am loving it, absolutely loving it, and I'm. It's fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's exhausting. It's so fun. It is exhausting. It's also, I don't know, it's, it's a challenge in a way that I think some of the, we can talk about this maybe some other time, like a different episode, but like the infrastructure of school, like PLCs. And I think I mentioned last time we're working on, we're going to do an innovation strand for our PD plan this year. And so oh, yeah. that's, that's due this week. And so, okay, that was a great idea. What was it again? And how are we going to execute this? What, what are we actually looking at doing? And so some of those more, the practical, um, you know, the, the work outside the classroom, I guess, part of it is, is starting to starting to happen too. All of which is exciting. It's just another part of things that is, um, that's different. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's, it's really feels like an important time to be in education. It feels like a really important time to, um, have kids to work with every day too. So yeah. yeah. Yay. Very cool. Yeah, I got okay. one more thing to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, 
intentional SEL conversations. I think this is, this oh. is, it, it's something that I yes. uh, dropped and we can, we can, t- maybe this is our, our go away point for next time, but yeah, that sounds uh, good. Um, it's state law in Illinois now and has been practiced many places that SEL instruction is embedded in the school day on a regular basis. Um, and we had a pretty tragic incident happen over the summer in our district um, that I won't elaborate on here, but I just, I, I referenced some of that on my first day with my, my high school kids and talked about, um, hey, I appreciate that school might be stressful for you. You might have other stuff going on. You might be, you know, maybe you're a freshman and all this is brand new and it's, it's a big school. It's 2,500 plus kids that go there. Um, and so whatever's going on, let's make sure we're here for each other and to support and to have fun and to, um, you know, step back from the, what time and date is the assignment due? And did I do better than somebody else or other things? A lot of what this, the building stuff that we're doing, you know, did, did my kite fly farther or higher or my hot air balloon do better than somebody else's? All of that is inherent with that as failure, but that that's, these are low stakes failures, right? These are not, they're important, but they're not, you know, they're not more important than our mental health. So that's something that's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, you know, failure is an opportunity to learn to advance and improve and in a, in a, in a real and fun way and sometimes a little cheesy, but you know, we're, we're there to help each other out and, and do that as well. So I think that's an important, an important piece. And it felt good to name it. It felt good to say out loud, Hey, this is an important thing. This is something I'm all about. I don't, you know, I don't need you all to invest in this, but I need you to know this is where I'm coming from and that it's important, important to me. So it's been, I don't know. It's, I think that pays dividends. Just, you know, put positivity into the universe for one, um, but also let them know that, yeah, it's, it's not just, you know, move through the semester and get the, get the stuff completed. It's really <laughs> important to be there for each other too. So, yeah. Well, and I feel like that's so much is like center on what I do. Like even with our picture books and discussing the theme, like so often it's like, believe in yourself, like get to know other people, don't judge other people. And, you know, like so many things come out in that sense. And then we kind of talk through like, what does that look like? And how do we live that? And we're going to get into more like responding to things. And um, we've been asking questions and learning about refugees. Like we've been doing a lot of things in terms of trying to... I think get to know other people, you know, get to know ourselves and then other people and the communities and cultures we fit into. So I spent a lot of time with humanity stuff, but I think talking about like how the social emotional layers in, um, one thing I just talked to the occupational therapist today about like talking about like the, our self-awareness, you know, and how, like when we fidget or when we (laughs) rock in our chairs or when we, you know, like, uh, click pencils nonstop, like like things like that, and just being aware of what we do, and then brainstorming what are appropriate ways to fidget, and like when are we off task, you know, and we're like completely off the zone that we need to be to be productive, yeah. versus we're using something to help us keep going. So like I've been talking about that too. I've shared again stories like I I like I'm like honest about myself and like what I've experienced, and so I share stories. Um, we read. Uh, sorry, I shared a story when we read Fine. the book, The Bad Seed. Um, so maybe I'll share that next time. I'll share my story with The Bad Seed and like what I shared with my students because I think it's a good book, but I also thought it was a little problematic. And so I put it out why and it directly relates to like mental health and thinking through that. So 
I like that. That's a great I'll place. Save I'll save it. That's great. <laughs> I'll save my riff on technology and cell phones and that too, because it, it kind of ties in, I think, a little bit. Maybe in an interesting way. We'll see. Yeah, so very cool. Okay, next time. So we'll zone in on some discussion of social emotional learning and mental health and how we, you know, think about that, whether it's like integrated or it's something that we make sure to talk about and what that looks like. Sounds good to yeah, me. Absolutely. Sounds great, Jen. As, as usual, it's good to talk to you. And I'll talk to you next time. You too. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm Jen. I'm Ben. And you've been listening to Go Back to Class. I will talk to you as good as it's usual as. <laughs>